Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Broadcasting from the Annie Up studio, it's the longest running poker podcast for the everyday poker player with your host, Joe Scales. Hello, A-Team. It's Friday, September 8th, and we are back on familiar ground. (laughs) I'm excited to say we also got the magazine out, so make sure to check that out. I'll have a link to it in the description, but you can also go to AnnieUpMagazine.com and click on Magazine. You'll find it there as well. Our audience just continues to grow, which I am excited about. Uh, This month, uh, there's some highlights in there from our trip across the Midwest, but also it features Mike Matzinger from World Tavern Poker. I had such a good time putting this one together. I know you're going to enjoy it, so check that out. Also, one of the questions that keeps coming up from AnyUp fans, and it came up again while we were on the whirlwind tour across the Midwest, is how you guys can help. Without the printed version of the magazine, then subscriptions are not available, paid subscriptions or anything like that. However, I am working on some new things that I believe you'll want to subscribe to and will also help me keep this going strong. I'll be announcing that in the coming days, so consider this just a heads up to keep an eye out for it. Last night, I was excited to be able to finally stop moving for a little while and watch football again. (laughs) I'm excited to see the touchdown dances and tailgates this season, but I also noticed that Travis Kelsey had shaved his beard and just had that mustache. That had me thinking, you know, when we go to these tailgates, we want to make sure everything is looking good with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit from Manscaped. This kit will have you looking like the MVP of the tailgate, so don't fumble the opportunity. Head to manscaped.com and enter the code ANTIUP20. Elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit and join the 9 million men who trust Manscaped. 9 million. That's like 109 MetLife stadiums. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ANTIUP20. All right, that's all I have, so let's get on with the show. Find out what conversations are happening around the poker table with Table Talk. And here we are back around the poker table with Elle. How are you? Exhausted. <laughs> my energy level is low. My joy level is high. We had quite the whirlwind Midwest Labor Day weekend tour. Uh, can't wait to talk about that here around the table with you. I think that's what we're mainly focusing on because there's lots of really exciting stuff in the future for Annie Up uh, that came as a result of those six days away. Six days. 
what we figured it up. It was 1,715 miles. Crazy. Crazy. But, <laughs> but we did. We, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We met some incredible people. That's I, I don't. It, I, if you follow us on social media, you saw how crazy we were in the car. And... You have to to entertain yourself in cornfield. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we took a wrong turn and ended up in a cornfield. I thought I was going to die. Just for the record, life was over. <laughs> we literally drove through a cornfield. A tiny little road, one lane road going through a cornfield. But uh, uh, we were able to meet up with our ambassadors, talk to them, and gosh, we didn't get to meet everybody we wanted to, but we did meet a lot of people. And uh, Jay Masters, shout out to you and your wife who drove down to Chicago or... Chicago land. <laughs> from Lansing, Michigan. They heard we were going to be commentating that live stream and they drove... I think they said it was about three hours down yeah. there, so... We didn't get to meet his wife and we didn't get to say bye to either of them, but, uh, but huge shout out to them for coming down and, and supporting us. That's awesome. Really great Thank to you. meet you. We can't wait to see you again soon. Yeah. So what else, what else did we do? Like, um, well, you played in your first tournament. Sure did. <laughs> Took fourth. Pretty Took proud fourth. of myself. Uh, was not planning on playing at all and played. You beat me with an ace Two. Deuce. We'll continue to have that argument. That's okay. Um, trying to bring the two back. I don't think I'm going to win in this arena, though. No. You will not win. <laughs> you did beat me with an ace-deuce. I was dealt ace-seven. We went head-to-head, and damn if you didn't get a deuce on, on the, the river. river. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> yeah, absolutely worst. I thought I had you, and I was going to be able to say I could knock – Joe out of the first tournament that I ever played, and here we all are. That did not but, happen. But I'm just too good. Oh. <laughs> too lucky. Moving on. So really and truly, guys, our trip started in Ohio. We made uh, a stop at Jack's Casino. We wanted to see what was going on with the MSPT. If you haven't met Jeremy, make sure you go and introduce yourself to that guy. He has got quite the exciting stuff going on. Um, on the MSPT. The stops are amazing. There's one coming up at Firekeepers. That looks really cool. So in general, got to go to Jack's Casino, got to meet up with Brian Bly and hang out with him, our Ohio ambassador. Cleveland, your city is amazing. We moved on to Toledo, went to the reserve poker room. If you're in the Toledo area, be sure to hit up a game there. Their live stream room is incredible. Their offerings throughout the week are amazing. They've got a really cool thing going there. Yeah. Also, major shout out to the Reserve Poker Room waiting on us until yeah. Park 30. You know, your travel plans on the road don't always go as expected and things get thrown in and you want to jump and add them in. And we did. We got to see where the Christmas story is filmed in Cleveland. So that kind of held us up a little bit. But huge shout out to Jim and Marissa for waiting on us and meeting us late, late, late. We also cannot wait to go back there in October. So super looking forward to that. From Toledo, we went to Chicagoland. Yes. First, we stopped in. We saw Kirk at uh, Windy City. Um, We met up with him. We met up with some of the players there. And 
you know, got kind of acclimated to where we were going to be doing the live stream the next day. You took your class. You took a, a little poker training class there from AJ Rudolph. With poker power. And ladies, if you're listening, gentlemen, if you know a lady who's interested in playing poker, poker power. Go download the app, go friend them on Facebook, and move out of the way because women are coming in hard, fast, and excited to play this game. I'm one of them. I absolutely gained so much in under an hour with AJ. I went and played my first tournament that night, not turning around. I'm not going back. Uh, it is incredible worldwide organization opening the doors to women in the game of poker, but not only are they introducing poker, they're introducing what it brings to your life. If you've been playing poker for a long time, you already know these things. I did not realize poker would teach me negotiation skills, confidence, and the ability to stay cool in hot situations where you really have to. You really have to display all of these skills at the table all the time. And I can honestly tell you I'm tired, but my work week is different as a result of just that one training. So can't wait to have AJ here with us. Can't wait to continue to work with Poker Power. Go download the app. And, you know, one of the focuses that we've talked about on this podcast is growing the game. And in order to grow the game, you have to get more women involved. And um, even when we were in Cleveland and we were talking to Jeremy Smith with MSPT, he even told us that, you know, about AJ and the great things that she was doing. So the word is, the word is out. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you, watch out. (laughs) Um. So yeah, we we went then to Play Poker Chicago. Oh, and what fun! We, Play Poker Chicago. We had the best evening at the American Legion in Juliet. Yeah, and Kevin, uh, that whole crew out there, they did a great job. Huge shout out to Axel! Congratulations on chopping for the win with Joe. He had only played five times, had no idea who Annie Up was, had no idea who who Joe was, (laughs) and then took stacks and stacks and stacks of chips and stayed super non-emotional the whole time until it was over and then the biggest, brightest smile. Axel, if you're listening, loved meeting you. Cannot wait to come play with you again. (laughs) And um, I'm gunning for you next time. (laughs) <laughs> you, you keep practicing and we cannot mention uh play poker chicago without i just have to shout out to my girl kim who got me in the game i came as a spectator really had the confidence from the power poker lesson she really encouraged me to join the game even saved me a seat which you're probably not supposed to do uh while i grabbed a beverage and popcorn from around the corner and um <laughs> Yeah, the American Legion's got a great thing going with that popcorn machine. Uh, but <laughs> it was the bright, bright spot of her night right it there. It was. Bright spot of my night. Fresh popcorn makes my day. So, But Kim, thank you for being a woman of encouragement and uh, got me in there. Had a great time playing and learning from you, too. Yep. And then, Frank, better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be getting a text message soon. Love you, Frank. <laughs> uh, he was he was determined to take my chips. So the table um, talk between Frank so and I, I was pretty something. fun, though. 
I mean, we yeah. gotta admit, we had a good thing going there. I really enjoyed yeah, that. He good. also, thank you so much for being patient with me and talking about hands after they were done. It helps. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Welcoming community. Very easy environment too. If you're learning to learn the game, they had cash games going off to the side. If that's your game, um, you know, really, really can't wait to continue working with Kevin there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Then um, Sunday, we were able to get up and eat some breakfast with uh, Bob Popper and Chicago Joe, Yum. Uh, our, our ambassadors for that area. And then we went and Bob and I started out the commentating on the, the live stream. So uh, we headed out to Windy City and um, it wasn't really... It wasn't really the intention for Bob to jump on, but uh, I'm glad he was able to jump on there with me. And he did a great job. Yeah, I think we did okay for the first time ever. Uh, my first time ever. I think Bob's done that before. But uh, um, then after some some time, we got it started, and then you joined me. Which yeah, but I had awesome. to bring one of those beef sandwiches. My God, Chicago land your beef sandwiches in a drive-thru. <laughs> a drive-thru so beef sandwich. So good. So <laughs> good. So actually, uh, Bob requested a hot dog, but I got us some beef sandwiches. But that that was amazing. Uh, just quick dinner in between takes and on breaks uh, there. Kirk has got what the setup going on there. Amazing. He is like a little computer himself, always moving, always got things going, always upbeat and positive. Yeah. Um, really, really made it easy for us to come in and commentate for the first time ever. I didn't anticipate being a part of the commentary. If you want to check it out, uh, make sure you check out Windy City Championship. Go look for their live streams. It's several hours long, but we really had a great time with those 10 players and Kirk set up. So learned so much. Yeah, and and they have cash games in a whole different section down there as well. So they had multiple tournaments. They had the the cash game. They had a ladies only tournament. They sure and did. So and and multiple live streams throughout the weekend too. So huge shout out to Kirk and and the job that he did there at Windy City Poker as well. Kudos! Thanks for bringing us back up north and into Chicagoland area. We yep. really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and you know, nothing else, nothing else stopped while we were out of town. So um, we got the podcast out last Friday. The magazine's out now. Uh, yes, so it is. It, it's interesting because every time I finish the magazine, then I'm like, that one's my favorite one. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, it's really it's because it's the last one that I worked on. So, it, but I always and it's great and expanding we've got even more coming next month in the works because of things from this past week so yeah, yeah. more content coming to you yeah and mike matt singer from world tavern poker he did a great job on the feature story uh he was on the podcast last week we did some highlights of that but then uh in the magazine you can hear the whole interview that we did he did a great job uh of course all of our ambassadors always do a phenomenal job as well. Uh, Brian Bly actually got us back on the home game circuit and got us a home game article again. So 
Uh, I always, I always love those. And of course, Alan Kessler is answering questions from the A team. So if you have any questions for him, send them to, uh, you, well, you can send them to the podcast at anyupmagazine.com. You can tweet, tweet it. You can send it to editor at anyupmagazine.com. However you, however you want to get it to it, get, get it to us, get it to us. And we'll make sure he answers those questions, but, uh, yeah, and, and we really wrapped up our, our tour with hitting three casinos in 24 hours, man. <laughs> we heard nothing but glowing reviews, and I say that sort of in a funny manner, glowing <laughs> reviews of Firekeepers because we ha- we actually included that as an extra stop on the way home. We had said we got to go see what these people are talking about. You walk into Firekeepers, fire everywhere. Fire in the lanterns, fire in the decor, the doors from the inside out are red, so it looks like the casino is glowing when the sun is shining. We got to play tabs again. <laughs> yeah. What are they tabs? Called? Yeah, pool tabs. Pool tabs. That was super fun. We threw five dollars in there. Got got ten dollars in free play. Uh, had a really good time on the on the machines there just for fun. Did not get to play any poker, but let me tell you, zero seats even if we wanted to play. Packed out money given away a thousand dollars every hour they've got some great things going so if you're near michigan want to go to michigan highly recommend fire keepers we left there went over to indiana and met the horseshoe property yep yep leo weaver this is his name and leo um, yes he's he's taken over the duties for now and we got, it was a great chat with him. Uh, I love, I just love going into different poker rooms and seeing what they're doing. And, and their poker room is beautiful. It really is. It's nice. It's open. A lot of really great things going on in there. They're growing, growing, growing. They're seeing some increase in people showing up. And so that's pretty exciting and up and coming for them as well. Leaving there, we decided to go over to Cincinnati and crash for the night, got up and left, and we passed Hard Rock and turned a hard 180 and went back and said, why not? We're here. So we went into the Hard Rock Casino in Cincinnati. Super cool, just with all of the memorabilia that you can see. I'm a big nerd about music and just, you know, fascinated with all of those types of things. So really enjoyed enjoyed that stop. All of these poker rooms are going to be highlighted on our socials. They were out in our stories, but those have expired. So look for some posts on Instagram and Facebook. Check them out if you're interested in seeing any of the four casinos that we've mentioned. I'm going to have some highlight reels of those. Yeah, and speaking of, of different poker rooms, I just I just want to mention this because, you know, with, with Annie Up, since we've been doing this, uh, this bet on better philosophy that we've had has really taken off and uh, Seminole Casino Coconut Creek reached out uh, about their recent charity success. And so I just want to, I just want to give them a shout out real quick. They've raised over a hundred thousand dollars for local charities over the past year, which is, Incredible. yeah, it's super cool. Some of the charities that they work with are great too. Like NFL alumni caring for kids Wow. Irreverent Warriors and their Hard Rock Heels, which, you know, the list goes on. But 
I hope to be able to do some great things with them in the future as well. But uh, I just wanted to give them a shout out. You know, people. And if you know other organizations that are betting on better, let us know about them. People want to know. We only know if you let us know. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's that pretty much wraps up the trip. And yeah, oh, yeah. And tomorrow is my birthday. So that it is. (laughs) And the fam is gathering to celebrate you big. We cannot wait because if you did not hear last week, this is a mid-century birthday for Joe, an AARP <laughs> birthday. Uh, he's going to be the big five zero tomorrow. And so kids and grandkids alike are joining to go and ride roller coasters. And we love you and we can't wait to celebrate you tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned to socials for that. I'll give you some outtakes and some fun stuff. I know everybody, wait, I know everybody's wondering because we mentioned it on here before, but no, I did not get the dinner and poker with Daniel Negreanu for my birthday. Maybe next year, Joe. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll keep working on that one. <laughs> I'm Maybe not sure. I'm not sure I could have handled the travel. <laughs> on <that one. laughs> Amen to that. Even though we are getting in the car to travel again. Yeah. to get to an amusement park. I think it's going to be fun. I know that's probably not what most people plan on their 50, 50th birthdays, but um, if you know Joe, Joe likes to be with his kids and his grandkids at any moment in time he can. And what a fun way to sort of be on the coattails of summer and enter into fall is small lines and lots of laughs at an amusement park. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> we'll report back if we have uh, – any injuries or hilarious stories along the way. Oh, there will definitely be hilarious stories, but uh, we're going to... Yeah, with our crew, you can't help it. <laughs> um, all right. I think that's that pretty much sums up our trip and, and what's going on with us. So, uh, Elle, I, I appreciate you uh, joining me, and uh, we'll, we'll see what we have in tail for next week. Lots of great things coming, and it's always a pleasure to be around the table with you, Joe. You as well. Thank you. Now it's time for Call the Floor with Elliot Schechter. Elliot Schechter is the poker room manager for Rivers Casino in Schenectady, New York. He joins us each week to say how he would rule on situations that come up in your games. And he's with me again this week. Elliot, how you doing? I'm doing very well, thanks. Uh, the heat wave hit, but... We've got air conditioning uh, at the office, so we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mentioned right before we came on, I, I haven't even shaved since we uh, got back from our whirlwind Midwest Labor Day weekend tour. <laughs> but uh, glad that you guys are staying cool. That does That, that should bring in some people in, in, inside, right? Yes. That's good. Yeah. Can't play golf when it's too hot up here. <laughs> exactly. Unbearable. Speaking of bringing people inside, Chuck Haas, I'm assuming, H A A S, Haas. But he sent in this uh, call the floor and he said that he's playing in his first Vegas tournament ever, which is cool. Congratulations on that. But he says his table is full of a lot of regs from the area. And in this situation, he's under the gun and raises to 400 pre-flop. Player across the table 
re-raises and it folds back to me. I can't see how much the bet is, but it looks like a, a thousand. And I ask the dealer, is the bet a thousand? The dealer responds, yes. I put in the call. Then the villain notifies the dealer and me that the bet is actually 1500. The dealer calls the floor over for a ruling and the floor rules that I have the choice to call the 1500 or fold and give up the thousand that I already put into the pot. So Chuck says, I feel like the floor is simply choosing to side with the player that will be coming back to the casino more often as I'm obviously there on vacation. I did confirm the bet with the dealer because I couldn't see the bet from across the table. And I understand this is a game of observation as you have discussed on this before, but what more can I do other than ask the dealer if I can't see across the table? (laughs) This is a good one. And this is the kind of thing that really, really frustrates me with my colleagues. The rules are the rules and they're made to make the game fair, but context matters, information matters, what you see in front of you matters, Uh, how the players are acting matters. All of this is supposed to go into making a decision, not just the very simple letter of the law relating to any one rule. So let's unpack all of this because there's a lot here. There's four different rules in play. Oh, wow. Rule number 49 from the TDA is accepted action. So in... Poker is a game of alert, continuous observation. It is the caller's responsibility to determine the correct amount of the opponent's bet before calling, regardless of what is stated by the others, and others includes the dealer. If the caller requests a count but receives incorrect information, then pushes out that amount or declares call, the caller has accepted the full correct action and is subject to the correct wager. So uh, that's the first one that applies. That also ends with rule one may apply at TD's discretion. So there's the second rule that applies. Rule one is the elastic clause that basically lets every tournament director and supervisor make a fair ruling in the interest of the game, which may or may not have to do with any rule in the book as long as it's fair and the outcome is just. See also recommended procedure number 12. Recommended procedure number 12 is the fact that the dealer is pretty much obligated to uh, announce uh, correct betting. Dealers should routinely announce non-all-in bets, which this was, as betting proceeds around the table. All-in bets will only be counted upon request when the player facing action requests the count. Accepted action continues to apply, which is Rule 49, so they refer to each other. Again, the dealer was pretty much obligated in this situation to announce a correct amount. The player asked for a correct amount. Uh, We can move on now to the fourth rule that applies, (laughs) is Rule number 52. Incorrect bets, under bets, and under raises. And there, enough of it is about that. Who made the bet? Who made the call? In what position? Was it the opening bet? Was it a heads-up situation? And that somewhat applies here. Uh, again, there is not the only one responsible here. The person placing the, the three bet also shares responsibility. The player, our hero, Chuck, asked what amount the bet was. Is the bet 1,000? The dealer responded yes. Well, the villain, <laughs> the opposing player who was three bet, kept his mouth shut until Chuck put his chips in the pot. Yeah. And the floor ruled that was okay. By the dealer not doing their job correctly, uh, by counting the bet and announcing the correct bet, uh, let the three better get away with what looks like a pretty bad angle shot. Yeah, this is awful. And this 
is what keeps a lot of new players from entering the game. This is the kind of thing where the floor looking out for the regs as opposed to everyone at the table or entering the tournament makes things worse, not better for all of us. This is completely unfair, and Chuck, I, I can sympathize here. This is not right. If I were called to the floor and I were given all this information the way you relate it, I'm, I'm not going to be inclined to make you leave those chips in this particular spot. Yeah, It wasn't just your responsibility, and it wasn't just the dealer's responsibility. It was everybody's responsibility. Right. And a lot of people didn't live up to it. Yeah, that that was one thing that caught my eye too, is that he waited until all of that action happened before he mentioned that it was fifteen hundred. Like he had to have he had to have heard that going on. So yeah, that's that's pretty shady too. But yeah, I, I feel like that's tough on the player and and to his point, what else could he do? Because Exactly. If he asks the player, the player's under no responsibility to say anything at that point. Doesn't have to say a word ever. So, yeah, I, I feel like he he did what he could to try to make the right decision. He wasn't given all the proper information to make that decision. So, yes. Um, and, and being Las Vegas, it could be any number of rooms. Yeah. I certainly have an educated guess over what rooms this may be. Uh, that being said, uh, yeah, th- this didn't need to go down like that. I'm a stickler for paying attention, and it's one of the announcements I make at starting a tournament. Players are obligated to protect their hand. They're obligated to pay attention, and they're obligated to make their intentions clear. Well, uh, Chuck was trying to pay attention. Uh, his The opposing player obviously didn't make their intentions clear. So if those are the three major obligations of the players, and they are, protect your hand, pay attention, make your intentions clear. Why are we supposed to be sticklers and adhere to the exact letter of any particular law or rule that will benefit somebody who didn't live up to their three major obligations? That creates a breakdown and and creates a pretty bad situation where things are unfair. So, yeah, in this situation, I'm not ruling that the money's staying in. His 400's in the pot. He bet that willingly. He made that raise. The extra 600? Yeah, I'm... I'm not obligating you in this spot, Chuck. It's just not fair. It's not right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he decides he wants to make the call anyway. That's that's a different story. Sure. That's that's a completely different uh, scenario. But. Uh, well, um, and yeah, in that situation, if you're if you're if you're putting in a thousand, you're generally going to be putting in fifteen hundred. I mean, most tournaments now especially have enough chips in play. Uh, where uh, those are almost immaterial amounts. It's not like the old days where you started with 500 in chips or 1,000 in chips. Uh, now things are, are much more uh, inflated. So, yeah, but not having that option in this situation, really, to your point, is not correct. Yeah. Well, Chuck, sorry that that went down the way it did, but... Uh... Now you know. You just need to go play at Rivers and Schenectady, and everything will be all right. <laughs> Plan your next Absolutely. trip there. Treat you politely, respectfully, and fairly. That's right. Very good. So, if anyone else has a call the floor that they'd like to know how Elliot would rule, send it to podcast at anyupmagazine.com. We'll get that on the air. But uh, Elliot, 
I appreciate you doing this again this week. You're very welcome. Glad to do it, Joe. Always a good time. And we'll see you next week. Definitely. Let's break it down with Hand of the Week. Here we are with another Hand of the Week with Patrick. Patrick? How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I am good. You're. Uh, I'm glad to see you're uh, up and alive after a whirlwind <laughs> trip, trip across the across the Midwest and it back. Was, it was the the whirlwind Midwest Labor Day weekend tour. <laughs> now you just got to convince the, your wife to do it every year. Just make a Labor Day whirlwind trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make um, sure you're still married afterwards. Exactly. That's that's the key. <laughs> It was a good trip, though. You know, we ha- we got to meet a lot of people. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Good. And Lauren played in our first tournament, so she did well. And uh, so we won't talk about how she got knocked out, but... Uh. Yeah, that, that whole, like we said, staying married thing, we're not going to bring that up yeah. um, officially. Um, but yeah, I did get to see that. We were, uh, some of my buddies and I were following along on the, on the Instagram page um, and, and seeing that. So she looked really excited as she started. Um, I, I assume not necessarily quite as excited as she is. But, you know, as we all know, that's not how it always ends for the rest of us. So. Right. You know, she's just getting a little taste of how this can go for for some people. But yeah, a taste you know, of tournament poker one, for sure. Exactly. But once you get that itch, it's gotta be there. So yeah, she I, had uh, such a I'm, good time. I'm happy for her. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, this week we're playing uh, a little Pot Limit Omaha, some PLO. And oh uh, bring it on, my favorite. <laughs> we're gonna play online two cent, five cent. This is sent in by our friend from Australia, Matt Hayward. And uh, he says, buckle up, because Matt says this is going to get crazy. (laughs) Nice. That's exactly what I want this morning. All right. Bring bring it (laughs) on, Matt. Um, Like I said, he says we're playing two cent, five cent online. Uh, We've been playing for about 30 minutes. We bought in for five dollars. And been up and down a little. Yeah. Now we sit with $5.22. The table hasn't been massively aggressive or loose, at least until this hand, he says. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Heads to crazy. All right. We are in the small blind with the five of hearts, six of hearts, five of diamonds, four of spades. So the under the gun folds... Middle position, who has about five fifty-seven in their stack, raises to seventeen cents. So oh, that's just a big old raise. Uh, yeah, a little over three times. Um, and the cutoff with about six fifty-nine in their stack, and the button with two oh six in their stack, both call. So this will be another learning experience for the other novices out there um, as we play. So five of hearts, six of hearts, five of diamonds, four of spades. We're going to play two of those. Um, You know, it's not necessarily the greatest hand, but if no one's been necessarily too aggressive, you know, I'm, you know, five of hearts, six of hearts. We'll see kind of what the, I want to play. So I would call there. Why do you want to play? Okay. Let me even phrase because, well, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like, let me put it this way. When I play these kind of hands, I feel like there's a lot more, there's a lot more possibilities. So 
you never know what the flop's going to bring you. I mean, I'm looking at the the different possibilities of straights or flush draws with those with the cards that I have. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. But for a three times bet, and then you've got three other players, the smart play might be to fold. <laughs> but <laughs> well, Matt calls. Okay. And the last hand that Matt sent in, he and I were pretty much on the same page. I feel like we agreed on most of the yeah. streets. Looks like we may play this one a lot differently. <laughs> all right. PLO is a beast, first of all. Yeah. And I think I could just muck this one pre-flop. Maybe, and it's a big maybe, but maybe if we were double suited, so, you know, we had the, the hearts and yeah. the diamonds or, the, you know, whatever. But our hearts, if we make a flush... It's not a very high flush, so no. you can't straight feel good about that. Light. Yeah, the straight 5-6 and 4-5 can make a straight. That's fine. I get it. But um, we actually end up blocking ourselves with that because we've got the 4 that we would need or the 6 that we would need or whatever. So maybe, maybe it's my tired brain, <laughs> but I fold here. <laughs> Uh, that's totally understandable. I it, I think you said it perfectly. Like it, Omaha's a, a beast in this instance. So I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think you you know what this is actually a very good point that I've meant to bring up before, and we can just hit on it real quick and then move on to to what we do. But there's something also to be said when I'm in a definitely the big blind, but like even the small blind, like you've already got a little bit in there. If if there's unless you've got nothing, and don't get me wrong, we're pretty close to nothing, if you will. Um, but I always, and this could be the novice brain that I have, but like you've got a little skin in the game already. If there's, if there's at least a possibility to see the flop, and it's not crazy expensive to see the flop. I don't know if that's a terrible mindset or like it just, or people have it or what. But so I, I think the thing that you have to keep in mind in that situation is you are playing the rest of the hand out of position. True. So. Very true. I will say I do tend to defend my big blind a lot. Yeah. But, yeah, you just have to okay. realize that you're out of position the whole rest of the way. Yeah. What Matt says, he says he calls, but he can't see the point to raising, obviously. Uh, my hand has some potential to hit big. Eh. <laughs> and there's yeah, a lot... We, we... <laughs> Yeah, we hit on the what's big, what's not. Yeah. <laughs> and he says there's a lot of future upside slash implied odds. Happy to fold if re-raised and things go crazy pre-flop, but the big blind completes. So okay. there we go. So there's, after rake, 81 cents in the pot. Yep. The flop comes the five of spades, eight of hearts, Ten of clubs. So we managed to flop a set and your first act. What say you? What say me is I'm glad I saw a flop. Now it's time <laughs> to, to, to to take some action. Um so eighty one cents in there. Um I'm probably going a buck fifty. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, let me tell you right there, that is a that is a tired brain not knowing exactly how to come at me yet. So now that I've given you some time, 
feel free to come at me. Wait a minute. We just we 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 flopped the set. I want to I want to go in. I, I mean, I, I want to go at this, right? No. Yeah, I I understand what you're saying, but this is pot limit Omaha, which means you can only bet the pot. So we're gonna we're gonna take back that that dollar fifty <laughs> comments. Um, chalk it real up to a uh, little tired brain over here and, and dad brain. Um, um, so we'll just, we'll just hit the rewind. <laughs> rewind. Um, okay. Well, so, let me, let me, let me ask you this. So is coming out straight out to bet the pods too strong right out the gate there? No. Okay, good. All right. Well, then the bet is 81 cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, on page with that. All right. Uh, that's wonderful. Matt says he checks. What? He says, yes, I have hit a set, but it's bottom set. That's fair. I'm, I'm first to act, and there are four to act behind me. I'd rather see what happens. So I I don't I'm just gonna go on record that I don't like the check here. Okay. So big blind checks two, middle position bets pot to eighty one cents. Cut off and button both call. So the pot's three dollars and twenty four cents, and we have five oh five left right now. So if we call, we'll have. What four twenty four? What are you what What are you gonna do with that? Okay. Well, now I've got no control. I mean, it did. Well, I want to play. You've got a set. Yeah. I mean, there's... I don't think I don't think you come over the top there. So I think you call. I think that you hit the nail on the head when saying you don't have the control. But if you come over the top, now you have the control again. Yeah, you right? would. So. I don't have a problem with with a raise there, which actually, I just looking here, it looks like that's exactly what Matt does. He goes pot, which is $4.81. <laughs> Whoa. So he went check pot. That um, went a very big switch of I'm going to ch- – he said he wanted to check because he had the, the lowest – set to now yeah. betting the betting the pot okay i'm not sure i get i i don't I'm not sure i i'm not following the the logic here because like you said he was worried about having bottom set so he checked why is that not a concern now after so, um, after a bet and then two calls so we've got you would be the fourth player in i mean and so <clears throat> In my opinion, if you're willing to get it all in, then you should have been the one leading out. Yeah, because then you're going to force out, you know, probably some guys that have, you know, two pair or a, a stray draw or something. You're going to force a, at least one, if not two out, I would guess. You know, or at least that's the hope. All right. So he bets pot. Yeah, he says, I'll be honest. I feel this is very high risk with bottom set. Then again, it's also very high reward. Yeah. But as it is, he, oh, he actually answers our question kind of. He says, as it is, 
I have just over a pot size bet left if I call. So given my position, I don't feel comfortable just calling since I lack so much control. Also, I'm not sure that I can easily get away from bottom set and fold given the small stack to pot ratio. So his stack compared to what's in the pot. Yeah. Yeah, I just I still feel like you've you've got to be the one pushing that. So Yeah. Yeah, you I want to be the one I want to be the with. one in control. There's no flush on the board, just a couple of straight draws to be worried about. Could be worried about being up against a better set, but I, if you are, you are. I mean, that's just at least two of the players didn't play that super strong. You know, yeah. the cutoff and the button, I believe. They they didn't play super strong, so you know, I wouldn't worry too much about those. The only one you really have to worry about is the one that bet pot initially, which was middle position. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So he says, this is where it gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where it gets interesting. It's already real interesting. <laughs> the, the big blind folds, the middle position calls, and the cutoff, who has the biggest stack, goes over the top. And the button calls. I mean, that only leaves us a, a little bit left, so we have to call. Yeah. There's there's no real choice there. And middle position calls. Oh, gosh. So playing a two-cent, five-cent game, there's $17 in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that, that, my friends, is what we call that escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> And I got to think our set of fives is just no good anymore. But you know what? Who knows? There's only 5, 8, and 10 on the board. Let's see. Yeah, so I was just going to say, the remi- this is just going to remind everybody, the flop is the five of spades, eight of hearts, ten of clubs. Like, there's not, there's draws, but there's nothing that really hits big there yeah. unless someone has a set of eights or a set of tens. Yeah. That's it. Like, so let's see what everyone has here. The small blind, that's us. That's us. We have bottom set and middle position has the ace of spades, jack of clubs, nine of clubs, eight of clubs. So a straight draw, jack 10, nine, eight. Cutoff has the jack of spades, king of diamonds, nine of hearts, seven of hearts. So. Also a draw. Okay. A couple of draws. Button has the jack of hearts, ten of hearts. There's a lot of jacks out there. We're the only one not holding a jack. Yeah. <laughs> jack of hearts, ten of hearts. Nine of diamonds, two of spades. There's my favorite deuce. <laughs> Again, a couple of so straight draws. All three of them are on that, that middle straight. We've yeah. Got, there's one pair of tens. And... Three of the jacks are in their hands. Three of the nines are in their hands. Yeah. So they're they're all really kind of chasing the same hand. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> the turn is the ten of spades, which gives us the boat. We don't have to worry about any flushes or straights. But right? the button's got the button's got a three, three of a ten. kind now, right? Yeah, three of a kind, yeah, three tens. Okay. Um, so we just have to fade. Impairing. Yeah. 
And the river comes the Eight of Diamonds. So give us the boat and let us sail away with one <laughs> wild, wild hand. So we boated up. Two opponents have made trips, and we pull in a seventeen dollar pot. And a two set five set game. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so his question was this pure luck on my part, or was this a rock and a hard place scenario given the stack to pot ratio? You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Gut reaction. Yeah, it's pure luck. I mean, I, I guess the reason I say it's pure luck is is how it was played and how you got to that, you know, that all of them in on that one. But that being said, I was sitting here thinking as we were turning over you know, 4th and 5th Street, like, what would have happened? Would they have continued to play with those draws if it didn't play out exactly? Like, if if we would have pushed the action earlier, do one or, two, one or two or more of them fold? Right. Like, I, see, I, was, I mean, everyone would have played it completely different. To answer his question, at least in my opinion, yes, it was part luck, for sure. But <laughs> maybe ingenious. <laughs> you're, you're thinking the same thing I I was because my my immediate thought was there's no way that all gets in if we push the action first. If we're the first yeah. one to bet pot, then it doesn't end up like that. So it's a, it's a little bit fortunate that it all went in, but also uh, could have ended horribly <laughs> because we didn't put it yeah. in. So I think. Personally, Matt and I played it differently at the beginning, but I think that the the difference isn't was it luck on the flop as much as it is, you know, we were lucky to hit the flop. I think it was a fold pre-flop, but after the flop, we should have been the aggressor. Worked out in our favor. (laughs) And actually, I mean, we don't know... But like I said, I don't think that if we make a bet, a pot size bet on the flop, I don't think it all gets in. But, uh, you know, when you flop a set, even though it's bottom set, if you're playing a hand like five, five, six, four with the hearts being the five and six, I believe, uh, if you're playing a hand like that and you hit a set, what more are you hoping for? Like that's why I think the mistake was there, but but other than that, I think it, it, we had to go after that. After we yeah. had our set, we had to we had to go, and so I don't think that that was necessarily just oh we got lucky or whatever. I think it it was lucky the way it worked out because the way that I would have played it or you would have played it. We wouldn't have won seventeen dollars. <laughs> no, no. Clearly, we would have, you know, taken taken whatever it was. But I don't think it's near the seventeen dollars. I mean, it's got to be closer to that, like eight to ten range, I would guess. But we would have we would have saved some years on our life. We wouldn't have <laughs> we wouldn't have had the nerves. <laughs> A few less gray hairs. Yeah, exactly. Either way, let me tell you, Matt called it by saying this one, this one was crazy, or whatever the term that he used was. Yeah, it was Wild. a crazy hand. So, very good. Matt, I appreciate you sending that in. Uh, if anyone else has a hand of the week that they would like us to break down, be it uh, PLO. Still looking for the first stud hand 
to break down. I cannot wait. If somebody could send me, I guess I'll send my request out to uh, uh, Todd Lemansky out there in L.A. Send us a, a seven-card stud hand, and uh, let's see Patrick squirm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, this is a beast in itself, but you know what? Bring it on. We like a new challenge. We like to learn. Let's go. So maybe hopefully next week. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. Patrick, I appreciate you jumping on here. If anybody has a hand, I don't think I finished this. If anybody has a hand of the week that they would like us to break down, send it to podcast at com. Patrick, I will see you next week. Sounds good. Cheers to another week, bud. All right. It's time for Joe's One Outer. At first glance, pickleball and poker might seem to be on far ends of the competitive spectrum. Poker is played sitting around the table, while pickleball is played roaming around the court. Even the history of the games seem far apart the lights of a casino versus the sunny country club, yet the parallels are there. Checks versus dinks. Quick hits versus rays. Back in 2003, during the poker boom, tournaments popped up everywhere. They offered casual players a chance at high payouts. The top players were seen in sponsored swag, full tilt and poker stars adorned hats and shirts. Anyone could play. Now... Pickleball is pressing the frontiers of sports. The business of pickleball is exploding with equipment deals and top players adorn hats and shirts and people of all ages are playing the game. Poker players love the game too. It's a great way to get moving after sitting for a long time at the tables. And tweaks to game strategy really have the mind of a poker player going. Even Bernard Lee stepped away from the tables to show his skills by winning a pickleball national championship. The game is in its infancy, and time will tell if it's going to be a sport that sticks around for a long time. But as Doyle can attest, you can't win it all in the early stages. That's today's one-outer, and that's today's show. See you next week, A-Team. And until then... I'll see you at the tables. The Any Up Podcast is a production of AnyUpMagazine.com. Contact the show at podcast at AnyUpMagazine.com or call the show at 540-339-7741. If you'd like to advertise, send an email to editor at AnyUpMagazine.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.